People love that. Hi, Boston. Thank you, WBUR, for having us here. And, oh, man, I can't tell you how excited I was to come to Boston. I've never been here before. I've always loved American history. There's so much fun and exciting history here. So let me tell you what I did, I like that you got giggles for American history. (laughs) We love it. Why not? It's funny. So... Uh, We got a space near the Freedom Trail, so we were walking all over the place on the Freedom Trail. And by we, I mean my wife and son. Not me. Andrew. (laughs) Busy. Who who are here. They're back there. We got here on Wednesday just so we'd have extra time to walk around, go everywhere. Not me. We went to the Granary Burial Ground. Uh, They've got... Right? They've got like... Paul Revere there. It's so exciting. So many important graves. Benjamin Franklin's parents. This is the the state building, and you can see a bit of the Freedom Trail there in the foreground. I wheedled this down from... (laughs) Why are you guys laughing? Everyone's just giggling ever so subtly at all of these important This is my family vacation. This is why we're here. All right. right. So I brought this down from like 500 photos, so you're welcome. Let me show you your history. <laughs> so this oh, is. Oh, that's what it is. You've all been. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do. I come I'm to town and I tell you all about what you're missing in your own town. No, this is for Carrie. Okay. But oh yeah. You're welcome to listen in. Okay. All right, so we've got the Old South Meeting House. Uh-huh. A lot of important things have happened here. Okay. This is where they decided, oh, let's go throw tea out of the ship. Right. The, George, George Washington. Good summary, went yes. there. Lots of important things happened there. Oh. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Yeah. It's important. That's uh, Ross's son, Andrew. Oh, sorry, this is for me. <laughs> okay, this is the Old State House. Feel free to correct me when I get something wrong. Here is then the site of the Boston Massacre. Okay. Guess how many people were killed in the Boston Massacre? Um, six. Oh, actually, that's very close. Five, right? Oh. (laughs) Regina Pizza. Very great. Good. Great pizza. There's a Holocaust memorial. It's very well done. The King's Chapel burying ground right there on the Freedom Um, Trail. A lot of death on this tour. Oh, that's just the beginning of that. Paul Revere's house. Okay. Uh, We saw the Old North Church. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. where the the lantern got put up in the the steeple. And then... One if by land. Right. Exactly. Two if by sea. Yeah, you got it. Cops Hill Cemetery. We love ourselves some cemeteries. Okay, this is important, Carrie. (laughs) So, yes, we went on a trolley tour, but this is the site that you're looking at here of the Great Molasses Flood of 1919. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? I am not familiar. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, wait. I want to pick one person who cheered. The person who loves the molasses massacre. The massacre? Oh. No. The molasses flood the most. Okay, what is it? 
So in the north end of Boston, they used to make molasses in giant, giant vats. Okay. And one day, the vat broke. Okay. And it just flooded through the street, and it was so bad that it was, it was like a tidal wave, and everyone caught in it was getting stuck. Like, horses died, people died. I don't know if people died, yeah, but people it, was, di- it, was, it was really 20, bad. 21 and, and people day, died. Still 150 were injured. Yeah. million gallons of hot piping molasses. Great. I'm glad we're all cheering for those untimely deaths. uh, uh, Yeah, no, it sounds like a real sticky situation. Hey. (laughs) That was on the fly. So... My dad told me about this when I was a kid, and I had a newspaper clipping on my room growing up about... Because it was just so preposterous. I had um, Conan O'Brien on my wall as a 13-year-old. Oh, so you were a normal 13-year-old. I I would make people, when they entered my room, I'd make them say, hi, Conan, before I would talk to them. (laughs) I'm staying on brand. I like it. A Quincy Marketplace, went on the metro, went on the train to Mm -hmm. Salem. Visited Salem. Got to go to the Witch Museum. This is more the, graveyards. There's more graveyard here, but apparently this is the site of the pressing of Giles Corey. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they, there was no marker saying where it happened, right? Do we know where exactly? No one knows where it happened. Okay. Oh. The, oh, the, the front these row knows. people know. The rest of Salem and Boston do not know. Well, hit me up afterward. And well, do you see it in this photo where it happened? Yeah, it's right there. Right. <laughs> it's right there. Here? Okay. Here? Am I pointing at the right area? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. More, More weight. weight. Yeah, that's right. There's a lot of fun psychics and, nice, and uh, nice. really cool shops that smell great. <laughs> the House of the Seven Gables. I've started reading the book. Oh, look at this, Carrie. More oh, wow. Graves. There's yeah. a bunch of Hawthorns right hey. there in that row. Quick question. Yes. How you doing? <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. It's been a hard time. Yeah. You know, if you ever need to talk. This is the Green Dragon Tavern, uh-huh. where uh, much of the revolutionary scuttlebutt happened. Okay. The spies were overheard, played a role. That woman looks like she's overhearing a spy. You're totally right. Yep. We got to taste the teas that were on board before they got thrown off. You're right, that's a ship. And we went to the JFK Presidential Museum because I, I've wanted to catch as many presidential libraries as possible. Nice. So what did you do, Carrie? How was your trip? Thanks for asking. Well, I came in on Friday, and then I had very bad jet lag, and now I'm here. <laughs> great story. I, I did go to the Cheers bar because I grew up on Nick at Night, and you have to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you eat there? Nope, I drank there. Carrie, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I was slightly disturbed by there is a Norm beer, like a beer that has Norm on top of the tab. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, a, a beer shouldn't be named after it. At first, I was thinking like societal norms. Oh, no. <laughs> social mores. And then I realized we're talking about cheers. But the, the like plastic figurine of Norm didn't look like Norm to me. And everyone else at the bar was like, yeah, Carrie, that's Norm. And I was like, I've hmm. seen Norm. He doesn't look yeah, like There was that. a bobblehead of him in the back that was not an accurate Thank reproduction. Thank you, Ross. I mean, Cliff was looking pretty good, but yes. Norm. Yes. Exactly. It was abnormal. Yeah. <laughs> 
So fix that, Boston. Um, so this is your first time visiting. Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay. I wish I could stay longer. I, I've been here only once before for a day for a protest. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know what I was protesting. You're just like, probably good. But did you dissuade people? I think so. Okay. All well, right, that's success. all the information we need about that. Um, so we have a special... <laughs> We have a special guest tonight. We have a very special guest. Yeah. You have heard him on our show before. That's right. Who here has heard the Gateway podcast about Teal Swan? This is our kind nice. of audience, all right. I think our special guest just clapped from the back. <laughs> Tacky. Um, just kidding. No, the host and reporter for the Gateway is here. His name is Jennings Brown. Don't come up yet, Jennings, because I'm going to say more nice things about you. Jennings also does amazing reporting work for Gizmodo, where he's yes. a senior reporter. And he recently did an expose of a sexpert here in the Boston area. Who This guy was, was pretending to be a sexpert, and Jennings uncovered his actual history. It's pretty fascinating. I have questions for Jennings. Good. Should we bring him up? Okay, yes. Okay, please welcome Jennings Brown. <laughs> Hello. Oh. Hello. Thanks, Seth. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course. Uh, the, uh, now I realize that wasn't you clapping in the back. No. Oh. I was <laughs> Sorry. sheepishly sitting in the corner. Sorry for my accusation. Jennings, I am a sexpert. Is that so? Prove me wrong. I... <laughs> what do you know about sex? <laughs> I've done it. You're clearly a sexpert. Yeah, okay. Right. Well, great. So this is the level of reporting we've got going on here. <laughs> now tell us about how you found out about this guy and uh, the crazy story. Yeah, yeah. yeah, what tipped you off? So I, uh, a person tipped me off. I got a tip from somebody who uh, listened to The Gateway, and they were like, I know somebody else who you should maybe look into. And this person, like, they didn't want to be named, but uh, they knew that he was working in a lab in Boston about three years ago as a technician, and then um, recently looked into him and realized in those three years he had become uh, a doctor. And he had a PhD and an MD from Harvard Medical School. Uh, he was an expert in paraphilias like necrophilia, bestiality, um, paraphilias. Uh, Fisting. He has a um, Fistingphilia. He has a paper that he's published on butt fisting. Even better. And comparing, it was something about comparing the, uh, the trauma from butt fisting to people who have had sex with animals. And um, I just remembered that they're piping the audio out to the street. <laughs> hey, Boston. <laughs> Hello, mothers and children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a fun feature. Yeah. I forgot about that portion of the show. Yeah. Uh, every, so let's just amp it up now. Yeah. Every time someone walks by that I can see, I'm going to say butt fisting. Um, but this got published in a research journal, an uh, academic journal. Butt fisting. Well, you stole it. Yeah. They didn't even turn. Boston hey, you, hey, you in the gray sweatshirt. Do you hear me? Hey, no, in the gray sweatshirt. Turn left. Hello. Hey, hey. They're waving back. Whoa. Have you ever butt-fisted or no? No, no, no. <laughs> no? Don't Never listen mind. to I'm her. I'm sorry. It's NPR. Uh, 
Jennings, tell me more. <laughs> so he has published a lot of uh, interesting academic journals, publishing articles on uh, butt fisting and um, bestiality and necrophilia and. Uh-huh. You know. And also, he's been published in a lot of... Uh, Popular media. Yeah, he's been publicized in Vice and Men's Health and uh, Playboy, um, Business Insider, Forbes, as you can see, all these articles. Uh, but also, um, uh, he was Dan interviewed Savage's on uh, Dan Savage's show. Yeah. That one was more surprising because he's so respected in the uh, sexual health field. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so I, I started looking into this guy and saw that things didn't really line up like the uh, health clinic that he said he was the sec- the chief of sexology at there was no proof of its existence other than um, on his website okay. and uh, wow. he had this whole all these people that worked at the his clinic underneath him as the chief of sexologist and none of them seemed to be real I mean these were doctors uh, they all had MDs and PhDs and like there's no proof that any of them existed or had been published the only person that I could confirm that was a real employee, a real person, worked in administration, and it was his mother. Right. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the health clinic that he worked at is based in New York. It's a condo in Staten Island. Um, it just, things were, weren't really adding up, and I called the Harvard Registrar. No, uh, he had not been, he had not attended at uh, Harvard Medical School. At all. Um, at all, no. Wow. I later found out he he was, or he, I don't know if he is now, but he was uh, at the extension school. Ah, um, uh, right. Yeah. Which... His name is Damien Sendler? Yes. Okay. His name is Damien Sendler. Is he here? Hey. <laughs> no. Uh, so I, I had him come in um, to the office uh, to Gizmodo because I wanted to ask him some questions. So he's probably all excited. Ooh, someone from Gizmodo wants to yeah. add me to this list. The right. famous Reputable. Jennings Brown from the Gateway podcast. I, I don't know if he looked into me because if he had, he might have... Um, Foreseen what we're about to hear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have a little clip of this interview. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'll say first oh. off, I, um, I yeah, I asked him. I just kind of sat down with him and he just started saying all of this stuff that didn't line up with my understanding of um, these sexual health issues and suicide. He was using a lot of Have bad... you done it? I've not done suicide. Oh, God. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> not, uh, I meant the other uh, thing. We will discuss that later, actually. It's okay. a big theme in... Oh, um, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. God. It's, real, it's We've warm got an in here. exciting show yeah. for you tonight. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's that's a topic that I've saved for uh, later, but this is about Damien. So I uh, brought him in and uh, asked him all these questions, and it was uh, just really weird. And then he, on his third mention of going to Harvard Medical School, he was very proud of this. I said, "But you didn't, you were, didn't go." And he was like, "Yeah," kind of short circuited. And um, I was like, "Sure." And I was like, "Well, I called the registrar, and they oh. didn't." Have you listed? And he was like, oh, well, it was a, I did some in, in Poland and some here, and it was a diverse, open-minded path. And I was like, but you never attended. He's like, ah, you, you know, me, I, I recorded the whole thing, uh, and we have his, his explanation of, I finally asked him, like, why his he, explanation. he, his explanation of why he uh, misrepresents his credentials. Um, Who does the, handles the publicity stuff? Um, so we have a guy that's hired, uh, Jay Krasinski, so he does a lot of that. Um, and, you know, do I always agree with every recommendation? No, but, um, you know, I don't know, you know, you know, this is how sort of the, the sort of the, the business goes, that you need to make yourself accessible. Um, you know, I didn't even have a website, you know, 
you know, just two years ago, if you look at my website, it would be like a, you know, it was very simple, plain. There were barely any information on it. Um, and now it's filled with a lot of things, you know, simply because, um, you know, the publicist felt that this is important and that, you know, sometimes you need to, you know, polish things up, you know, don't, you know, necessarily sort of uh, show everything, right? So, um yeah, obviously, like marketing and promotion, that's a big part, yeah. of, a part of getting your work out. But and where's the line between, like, marketing and misrepresentation of your credentials? Um, well, again, that's sort of subjective, right? Um, <laughs> isn't everyone sort of, you know, misrepresenting themselves in, in every way, right? Um, like, I don't know you, right? Um you might be working here today, but you might not work here tomorrow, right? And it sounds like, like a you know, I might, you know, try to, you know, feel intimidated by you today, but tomorrow you don't have a job, right? And I still have mine, right? So um, it's highly subjective, right? Um, and you have to understand that in the world where people use, you know, even like the president of this country uses Twitter uh, and creates falsehoods every day, right? Uh, you have to think to yourself about, okay, you know, how do we then quantify the degree of guilt that you can do, right? Um, because, you see, if the most powerful men can do this, you know, eight, 9,000 times through fact-checking, and you guys do it all the time, and he doesn't care, you know, he still does his thing, and people still support him because they believe in the agenda that he executes partly, Right. Um, the same happens, I think, to all of us. He's got a point. Yeah. Wow. Little deflection there. I'm, I'm surprised you played this exonerating clip where he just <laughs> explains why he did it. It was all marketing. Oh, uh, side note, president. Jay Krasinski, his publicist, doesn't seem to be a real person. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's one of the people on his website. Amazing. Uh, and he's the one he blamed for coming up with this, this idea to fake his credentials. Who he has, he has fights with because, you know, they don't necessarily see Oh, my on, God. Uh, oh, so he's like Gollum and Smeagol having this, like, <laughs> internal debate. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that um, Lord, Lord of the, the Rings? Rings? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got it. Uh, do you, have you seen Lord of the Rings? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Saw, saw has it. anyone else not seen Lord of the Rings? All right, you got uh, company. Okay. Yeah, a good seven of us. <laughs> so, did you notice a change in his demeanor as you were asking him these questions and he realized what this discussion was? Yeah, at first he was just just this almost manic like going like it, it was like it was uh, kind of exhausting. It was like uh talking about BDSM and you know, he's talking about this this theoretical scenario where after like the the New York Pride Parade there's a rise in HIV infections and it was just like all this kind of like Pseudo scientific bunk that I couldn't really make sense of, and he was just very confident. And I didn't even get to like get in a question. And then finally, when I did, that's when he sort of got more subdued, and um, it basically felt like the mask came off, and I got to see the real Sindler as he was explaining why he does what he does. But, yeah. And where has he and all his imaginary friends gone? It's a good question. Um, he uh, his website been completely wiped clean. Now it's a statement. The first oh, wow. day after the article came out, it was. 
bonkers. It was saying that I was some sort of religious fanatic, which I don't maybe may be true. Um, Wait, you? Yes, he said that the reporter is a, a religious fanatic who seems to be attacking him for reasons he doesn't understand, and said that I like was pretending to be a lawyer who was sending him e- emails to try and entrap him, which maybe was somebody else now. I don't know. Yeah. But um, he, he made all these accusations against my reporting, and then um, I think maybe he uh, got some better advice because now the statement on it is a little more... Um, uh, subdued. Okay. But, yeah. I, I really loved listening to this clip because it reminded me of our interview with Dr. Jeff from Rhythmia, mm. where uh, similarly he was very confident. And then there was this moment where I told him I had looked up his credentials and sort of the um, mask fell over his eyes and it wasn't so great after that. But I also loved listening to your voice because it sounded like me being like, but you didn't. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like you didn't, though. Uh, and it made me feel reassured as a reporter that all our voices get really high when we have to confront people. <laughs> so thank you. Happy to help. And uh, did you bring along the photographer who got the picture of him with the stethoscope? No, yeah. This is one of his personal headshots. Yeah, he has a lot of photos where he's wearing a stethoscope uh, and a lab coat, even though I don't think that even in the... the the job that he claims to have, right, he would need to a listen to butts or something. Yeah, <laughs> um, butt fisting. <laughs> Nothing. I'm sorry. Gets please. him every time. <laughs> yeah, so, that's uh, pretty wild. But he's probably using it. I'd use that. Sure. If I had a stethoscope, yeah. just, I don't know. Listen to shit up close. Absolutely. Fascinating story, and I and I feel. <laughs> I feel it's tied to a lot of what we talk about on our show with people like a Teal Swan or an L. Ron Hubbard, that it takes a certain type of personality to be able to spin these elaborate tales. And sometimes it plays out in politics, and sometimes that personality plays out in whatever he was doing. Yeah, what do you think the lesson is? Because I'm sort of torn. Obviously, if you're a reporter, you should be vetting people's credentials. No one, you know, in their ordinary lives has the time uh, or wants to be that jaded that they go around checking everybody. What do you think is the balance there? Uh, Well, I mean, a lot of these articles, you know, they had to retract them or take them down. uh, But, you know, I think it's just... Obviously, you just got to check into these people. I mean, look beyond their website. Uh, I, I, it was a, a quick search to see if he I was licensed in New York to, to call uh, Harvard Medical School to see if he was registered. Um, it's just a few calls. And I, I kind of have, um, I, feel, I feel for some of the reporters because, you know, at Gizmodo, I have to churn stuff out. And it's hard to, to make sure that you're fact-checking everything. But, um, uh, yeah, you just got to. You got to do your due diligence to make sure, especially if you are giving a bigger platform to people with really uh, maybe they're clickbaity studies and you know and it's sensational okay. stuff. But especially with people like that, you need to to check their credentials. Yeah, um, I used to write a science column for a website where we had to churn out stuff so fast that I was like, well, how do I how do I check any of this? And while I was watching that uh, show about Elizabeth Holmes, I was like, oh, I recognize this story. I was made to report on this story and I did not have the time to check it. Mm. So, yeah, that's kind of the side effect of asking reporters to churn out three or four stories a day. They're just going to be looking at news releases. Yeah. You could have exposed Elizabeth Holmes. And I didn't. Um. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of the show? No. (laughs) Um, So, Jennings, while you were here in Boston, we decided... While we have the very great Jennings Brown, we should go on an investigation with him. That's right. So, Carrie, tell us how you found Crosstown Church International and the Healing Room Ministries. Nope. 
healing no. rooms. Healing ministries. rooms. It's like I remember one I know, more than one room. Say. It's backwards from daylight saving time. Yes. This is confusing. Okay. Healing rooms ministry. Z-s-s- oh, now or, I'm not confident anymore. How many ministries are there? How many rooms are there? Okay. There's <laughs> multiple rooms in one ministry, so let's go with healing rooms ministry. Uh, yeah, I was just looking for stuff in Boston. We like to try to, you know, keep it local, right? Uh, support your local merchants. Um, and uh, and so we, I found this place that does basically faith healing in your town. Um, so it's, <laughs> woo indeed. Um, it's a ministry that trains their pastors and lay people to do healings of any kind of illness. And they believe that all illness, all psychological problems can be solved through faith healing. And you'd managed to track down one of their training books. Yeah. Well, if you go to their website, they're, you know, they're not shy about it. You can just order their training books. So I ordered that, obviously. Um, We'll show a bit of that later. Yeah. And it, it, it lists so many things, including multiple chemical sensitivity, which is now known to not be a thing, but also scary things you don't want treated by a pastor like uh, HIV and cancer. We decided we'll go. This will be a laugh riot. I asked you, Jennings, do you have someone you can heal? And you were basically like, no. And I was like, uh, sometimes what I get a itchy life. skin on my hand. Oh. Yeah, I said I had like my, my hands been itching a bit, and they were both like, can you think of something else? <laughs> <laughs> so I did. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Butt fisting. That's. <laughs> So we uh, we showed up here on Saturday morning. Is that yeah, right? This Yesterday is morning. South End neighborhood. Uh, walked down there in the. It was pretty cold that day. Uh, Carrie was wearing a skirt. I. You'd think after years of doing this, I would know. Don't bring short skirts to churches, but I don't. And here I am. Uh, there were a lot of churches just in this particular area, this block, and so I think there were two. A church of God's ch- churches of God right across from each other. There was a, the Episcopalian church, there was uh, an Iglesia Pentecostal, uh, and um, then our church in like some kind of Eritrean community center. Anyways, it was very packed with churches and church like buildings. So, this building is called the Crosstown Church. And there is a healing room ministry attached to it. That seems it seems like the local churches were sort of, will sort of sponsor a healing room, but healing room ministry is its own denomination. So it's affiliated with the Foursquare and Pentecostal world, but it is its own thing. And that's my old home. So I thought, oh, all right, we're getting some holy rollers in my territory. Going home. This particular movement, the healing rooms ministry movement. Uh, broke off from Bethel College in California, which is a uh, faith healing, very speaking in tongues, uh, signs and wonders kind of kind of place. And these people were like, no, that's not enough. We need to get more serious about God's miracles and heal people. Yeah, that sounds like a call for us if ever I saw one. And science says all are welcome. So oh, just perfect. like Scientology. Perfect. Okay, so they uh, eventually they let us in. Said, oh, why didn't you tell us sooner? We were right here. Well, we're waiting to get together. And they asked if I was Elizabeth, and I said no. I, so I feel like maybe they don't get people every day, and they were surprised that, oh, this isn't Elizabeth. Oh, yeah, and you're supposed to make an appointment beforehand. So you called the day before? I called twice. Mm. I called once to ask uh, 
yeah, like whether we needed an appointment and then again to figure out the hours. So don't so just really drop in, okay? You oh, have to call, make an appointment. advice here. Uh, it seems like it really was sort of a walk-in situation, oh, okay. but if you need to go outside of the hours of Saturday from 10 to 12, make an appointment. So they led us down a long hallway that had legitimately great quotes. So we were checking out all of these uh, tidbits of advice. Like, you deserve, yeah, you deserve to be celebrated, not tolerated. I like it. Uh, we got a quote from Barack Obama. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. These are good these quotes. Are all, all hand-painted, but my favorite is from Kid President. <laughs> Give the world a reason to dance. Sure. <laughs> All right, so here we are at the Crosstown Church International, changing lives by the power of the cross. I should have noticed that the Sunday service is two and a half hours. I did not notice that in advance. <laughs> oh, and also, we were, we were not here with our friend Jennings. We were here with our friend Travis. Oh, yeah. Travis, is it? That's, yes, my first name is Travis, so that made it easy. Yeah, and, you, you go by your middle name. Correct. So, yeah. so we came in. We had to sign these forms saying our names, our ages, uh, what city we were from, and what was our complaint. There were three lines of things that you could complain about or say that uh, are not feeling well. And already, I was just feeling weird. You know, I'm showing up in this, you know, small church, and I'm asking people to make me better. I don't know. It just <laughs> felt kind of weird. But huh. uh, we all filled out the form. Uh, so, shall we say, I mentioned my eczema. By the way, I don't need any more recommendations. I have, like, <laughs> I have a spreadsheet of so many different ointments. I'm, I'm working my way. Anyways, so I mentioned that, and they wanted to know how long you'd had it. So three years, I said, just since the fire walk. And <laughs> then I mentioned just a lack of sleep in general, and I said 10 years for that. And, uh, and not insomnia, just like not insomnia, being just... busy. Okay. <laughs> I should sleep more. Yeah. Um, I filled out all three. I said, okay, so I, I noticed in their book that they said they could cure allergies. Great. I am allergic to tree nuts, or I was <laughs> allergic to tree nuts. So I said, um, yeah, allergies, migraines, and um, I like that there's murmuring. I hope people are guessing what's wrong with me. Um, oh, I'm really curious about this because well, I just time. remember later them saying, oh. oh, Carrie has special needs. We're going to need to take <laughs> her to a different room. Wow. Extreme language. Um, no, the third one was myopia, which is the clinical term for I need glasses. But that was in the book. All right. So um, that's what I used to have. Jennings? I told them um, I've been having visions of dying. How are you doing, Jennings? I'm all right. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just like Have flashes you? of just somebody shooting me. Is this like open true? Up. Yeah, I didn't make it up. Oh, good. And how um, many how many years did you say you've had this? Uh, two weeks. So this started two weeks ago. When did um, we contact you to ask you to be our two guest? Two weeks and one day, and the next morning I woke up and uh, yeah. Yikes. Um. Cool. Um. <laughs> Is that the only thing you put on your sheet? I see why you saved this for the stage. Yeah. Uh, is that the only thing you wrote down? That's it. Not your itchy hands. No. And why I felt like that was. I felt like the death was enough. Yeah. It would be funny to have yeah. number one fear of death, number two itchy hands. And 
And then why were they chatting amongst themselves about needing to take Carrie to a separate room? Yeah, that's oh, right. That's the real mystery here. Also, okay. my favorite detail, I you know, my third complaint, myopia. I was taken into a healing room with a woman with glasses. <laughs> Can I pray for you? Yeah, exactly. So they took our ingest forms. They walked off into this room for a while, closed it. So this is the door to the Bible study room. Uh, so you can see some of the other things they're talking about, like the seven last words of Jesus. This will come up later. Uh, so, yeah, it's labeled twice, Bible study, mm, Bible study. <laughs> and so we waited outside, and then they came back, and they said, you know what, can we have you wait in this larger room for a while? So I guess they're deliberating or assigning who's going to do what. But we were in there for, I don't know, six, seven minutes. Yeah. And this is what? where I had mine. This is the room they took me in. I sat, like, right here. Oh, on wow. This chair. Okay. So you can visualize it later. Jennings is pointing to the middle table in a multi-tabular yeah. room. Wasn't yeah. Jesus' last words, forget them, Father, they know not what they do? That was one of his last words. That's one word? Seven, sta- yeah, Seven they, statements. Seven statements. Oh, it's the healing room here. Yeah. Th- <laughs> that, that was getting. Uh, not on my nerves, but I kept thinking about that too. Well, it's not seven last words; it's seven last phrases. Ah, okay. So, okay. well, yes, very well good. done, third row. <laughs> we'll be calling on you for more knowledge. <laughs> if you need to know about the molasses thing, front row, it's got it. And if you need to know where Giles Corey died, over here. Um, all women, by the way. Hmm. Um, uh, we walked around this room. We looked at more quotes, hand painted. Then they separated us. Yeah, they called us back, and uh, I love this room. So this is the main room where they were deliberating, where you have the Bible study, Bible study. And there are seven pieces of paper in all caps taped up around the room that say, His Presence. Yes. Did you ask about this? I asked about this. Oh, you did? I just assumed this tells us that we are in His Presence. Right. Um, Yeah. It's uh, also, for those who cannot see, it is painted bright blue, but some of the walls are bright yellow. The curtains are... It's a happy room in a subterranean basement with fluorescent lighting. And I think we interacted with three white people for the day, and they were here. It's uh, a very uh, racially diverse church, and everyone look, had this weird face. Yeah, it was a pixelation thing. I've got yeah. nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> no, you're right. That's the literal explanation. <laughs> this room was very awkward for me because there were like two people talking and then a table of very silent people on looking. Right. Felt, um, did you feel uncomfortable? It felt like a yeah. council of the elders yeah. or something and you didn't know what they were deliberating on or doing. And one would come talk to you, but the others would sort of look at themselves and not you. So this is yeah. the room where I got to stay. Oh, great. They had me sit on the far end over there. Where did you end up, Carrie? So they took me down a hall to a smaller room. It really seems like kind of someone's office. There was a computer on a desk. There was also a radio that was on just ever so slightly. Oh. And, uh, and, I, and I heard it and I thought like, oh, gosh, my, my phone's playing the Newsies soundtrack. I, I need to stop it. So I like pulled it out and, uh, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Like something's happening. Uh, and they watched me do this. And then finally it's like, I'm sorry. I just I thought I heard music. And they're like, oh, yeah, the radio's on just really soft. 
So now that we're establishing the oral footprint in this uh, environment, for me, there's a little CD player back there, and they put on some praise music, instrumental music. Normal volume? Normal volume. Okay. Yeah. So it was in the background, so it wouldn't drown out the praying, but yeah. Uh, Is there music for you? No music, no. Oh, man. Yeah. This is some weird psychological stuff there, pulling. Just sitting in the middle of a giant room. Yeah, they were like, he can't handle it. They just stared at me for the whole 15 minutes. Well, you're the death guy. Yeah. Well, hello, Max Fun listeners. Hello, hello. We are interrupting our live show just to remind you that it is still Maximum Fun Drive. That's right. It's only two weeks long, and we are getting close to the end of the second week. Yes, we are. As you're hearing this, it is March 28th, and tomorrow, March 29th, is the end of the drive. So get in your donations. Help us make more content like this for the coming year. So when last we heard, which was seconds ago... We had 1,938 new and upgrading members. That's so close to 2,000. So close. Which means that is so close to you playing Portal on Twitch. Exactly. But I think we can get to 3,000. I think we can do it. I think if all of you listening, if you chip in, help support us at any level. Mm -hmm. If you are a new member at $5 Mm -hmm. a month, you Mm -hmm. get all of this bonus content. That's right. We just released our Maximum Fun Dream Date. Mm-hmm. You, it's very fun. You get our mailbag episode. You get our firewalking episode. You get a bunch of other great interviews, some commentary tracks, our Disney album. Yep. You can hear me watch Star Wars. There's so much content mm-hmm. on, <laughs> on that bonus feed. So much Boko. But not just our show. Mm-hmm. You get access to every other show on Maximum Fun, their bonus content as well, mm-hmm. including that amazing episode of Go Fact Yourself that we were so on. So good. We it's had such so a good, good time. It was a memorable moment in my life. And that's a show you want to listen to. If you haven't heard Go Fact Yourself yet. Then go fact yourself. <laughs> uh, and you know, why should people become members of Maximum Fun? I say it's because your monthly membership supports our show. I mean, it gets this work done. As you know, we've had a very expensive year. We have a very expensive show. And your memberships make that possible. We've got some really fun stuff coming this year. We can't wait to tell you about. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, some of them are out of state mm-hmm. and involve plane tickets and conferences. Mm-hmm. That we'll be going to. There's one I've been working on for forever that (laughs) Carrie is now joining me on and we cannot wait. It's kind of a revisit of one of our previous episodes. But bigger, man. Much bigger. Bigger and better. Oh, I can't wait. You're really going to like it, you guys. Yeah, this, this is fun. So if you've been enjoying everything we do and if you can support us, this is the best time because it really helps us and you get all this extra fun stuff. Yeah. What happens, Carrie, if somebody donates or upgrades to $10 a month? Thank you for asking, Ross. Ross, is it? I am Ross. At $10, you can get a drive-exclusive enamel pin designed by Megan Lynn Cott. You know her. You love her of pin fame. She's done the pins for the various Max Fun shows for the last few years, Yeah, they're so good. You may remember the Kate Planchette pin Mm -hmm. or the owl pin. That Mm -hmm. was fantastic. This is a flat earth pin, and it's so cute. And you're going to have a real dilemma. You're going to be looking at all these pins from all the shows on Maximum Fun. You might want one other than Oh No, Ross and Carrie. That's okay. You can support us Mm -hmm. and the other shows you listen to and pick a different pin. That's okay. And if Maximum Fun gets to its overall goal of 25,000 new and upgrading subscribers, then that will unlock a pin sale like they did last year Mm -hmm. where the proceeds go to help a good charity. Yeah. You're helping everybody. But you still only even get to participate in the sale 
if you are at that $10 level or higher. So right. join us. Join us, won't you? And maybe maybe you're saying to yourself, I already give $10 a month. Boy, I get a lot out of it. Maybe you're listening to more than, let's say, 10 hours of audio in your month. I bet you are. Well, so maybe you're ready to upgrade to the $20 a month membership. I get it. You should do it. You get a beautiful 550-piece Maximum Fun puzzle designed by Jeffrey Tice, and it's very pretty. It's someone looking out over MacArthur Park Lake right next to the Max Fun headquarters. Yeah, it's They've got cool. headphones on. Yeah, it's a very, very cool item. And let's say you've got 35 bucks a month hanging around. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, good for you. And second of all, don't you want to support art you love by sending it into Max Fun? Yeah. Maybe you listen to four or five shows on the network and you just want to support them all. Yeah. That's fair. I get it. And you can get a glass coffee mug engraved with the Max Fun Rocket logo. It's a very attractive. I'd make out with this cup. I'd put my lips on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, if you do join at the $35 a month level, you get not only the cup, but you also get the puzzle. You also get the pin. You also get the Bon Con tent. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so all of these levels, you get that reward at that level and then all the rewards below as well. Now, I hear that maybe even bleeding into the weekend a bit, you can still contribute, but do it now. Yeah. As the Bible says, now is the time of salvation. Yes. And I'm not, yeah, the weekend thing, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. So try to get in on Friday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Try to do it. Now's the time you've been thinking, oh, maybe I should, maybe I should. Do I need to now? Yes, you do. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you do. This is really it's help urgent. Us. And we want to get to 3,000, right? So Don't you guys want that billboard? A <laughs> billboard that says research round, round earth. earth. Somewhere in these United States. We'll take lots of pictures. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys. It would be so good. I think you want it. Come on. Let's donate. Let's do it. Let's go to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. Also, we said at 3,000, we'll go back to Shape House. Ah, uh, yes. With thermometers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll be, we'll give it some more tries and hopefully I don't get a headache like I did last time. I oh man. Too. Yeah. Oh, that was bad. I was also thinking, I was joking about this with other people, last time we had an extended goal to make us drink our own urine, Mm -hmm. and we did. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking maybe this time we could threaten people uh, that we would do something (laughs) terrible unless they got us to... Oh, yeah. We'll drink our own urine again if you don't get us to (laughs) (laughs) 3,000. That's one way to do it. The other way I was thinking we could say, like, if you get us to 3,000, we'll promise not to do jilly juice. Ah, I think people want us to do jelly juice. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Well, if that motivates you, if you're hoping that we won't do jelly juice. We will do do whatever it is that makes you personally (laughs) want to become a member. That would be very hard for us to interpret later. (laughs) Hey, help us get to 3,000. You want that research round earth billboard, right? Who doesn't? Right? Who doesn't? What's wrong with you if you don't? Anyway. Back to our live show. So, uh, Ross, why don't you tell us about your healing experience? Okay. So, I had uh, two women... Uh, come accompany me. One, okay, I'm not sure if her first name was Prophet or Propheta. They were saying her name is one solid piece, and it sounded like Propheta something. So I'm assuming they're referring to her as Prophet, and then she had a name. So we'll just call her the Prophet. Okay, great. So she came and she was clearly the one leading the session. She did all the, the main speaking. Uh, but I was left alone with the other person, who I'll, I'll call her Emma, Emma was sitting to my left, and so she just sat there quietly for a few minutes waiting for the prophet to come join us. So I made a little chit-chat with Emma about the places I'd been in Boston, much like our presentation earlier this evening. Did she giggle? They giggled. 
She didn't. Uh, but I also didn't mention uh, butt fisting. <laughs> All right, so I'm bringing out my notes just in case I forget anything important. But essentially, the first thing was to get me anointed with oil. Uh, so this is an important part of this whole process. Well, oh, that's right. We have some differing uh, stories here. But uh, this is something that my mother-in-law still does regularly. She carries around uh, a bottle of Your of mother-in-law's oil. not over there. You're looking I, at your wife. I'm, looki- I'm waiting for Kara's reaction to this. She's wishing I wouldn't mention that. Okay. <laughs> And so somebody anointed me right away, and then the prophet came and started telling me about the importance of the oil. It was olive oil. And Great. this Classic. started getting confusing. She was saying that the Bible tells us to use the first pressed oil. And she said, the more you press it, the more virgin it becomes. And Oh, and, that seems like an excuse to not have good olive oil. And, <laughs> right, but she had extra virgin olive oh. oil there. And I'm thinking, hmm... This is not the right olive oil. And I think maybe she realized as she was saying that, and she said, but it maintains its character as you press it. Okay. okay. All right. Emma pointed out, oh, he's already been anointed. And she said, oh, well, touch and agree. That was the phrase they kept using. Oh. Touch and agree. We'll do it again. And so she gave me another dose of the oil at the top of my forehead. Very nice. They proceeded to pray over me with the music in the background. And uh, it was a long... <laughs> It's, it's hard to remember all of it because it was about five minutes worth of just solid praying. But there was a lot of complimenting going on in it. They're talking about, you know, we know this young man is uh, savvy in the ways of the world. He's intelligent. But Lord, help him. Help him to focus on you. And complimentary and, mm-hmm. and constant and very friendly. The key message was that God is capable of all these things and I need to focus more on him. So I was taking this moment to internalize that and think, okay, well... God, we haven't touched base for quite a while. I, I, this is a good moment. You know, here are some of your servants. I want to be open to this. Please do speak to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so one of the key takeaways was that she... This is Emma or the prophet? The, the prophetess. She, or the prophet. She was doing most of the speaking. So she wanted to tell me, first of all, that there are Bible apps that you can download. And I said, oh, I, I do have one on my phone. And she said, well, does it have the ability to give you a daily verse? I said, oh, yeah, I could turn that on. Do you work for this app? (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, she didn't ask which one it was, but she wanted me to turn that on so I would get a verse of the day. And I did. She said, you know, God may speak to you that way. Anyways, uh, she was also, this is important, she was giving me just sort of practical advice. And she said, we want to also work with the worldly. They, you know, have you seen a doctor about your eczema? At first, she was calling it psoriasis. I said, good advice. And she said, have you been using faithfully all the things that they've given you? Yes. She said, okay, well, we want to make sure you do that first uh, because it's important to. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I thought, oh, this is all great. Yeah, she wants to make sure that I'm seeking out medical attention and using it. And we should mention on the form you fill out when you walk in, there's some boilerplate language at the bottom. And it does say, like, basically, don't leave a doctor's care in order to do this. This should be complimentary. Uh, Which is all great. I really appreciate those warnings. It's certainly better than nothing. And so uh, she said that I know because you're very intellectual, and she just seemed to glean that from our discussion. You have that vibe. She said... Were you reciting pie to her? I was not. Okay. That didn't come up. Uh, But she said that you're saying, prove it to me, God. And I had to admit, I said, well, actually, while you were praying over me, that's kind of what I was saying Whoa. in my mind. I was saying, you know, I want to be open to you, but I need to hear that's something. That's a hit. Wow. So that, that was a solid hit. And, okay, here we go. So I did turn on my Bible app, and I allowed notifications on it. And next morning, the verse I got, Ezekiel thirty six twenty six, 
and I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. Solid hit Bible. Yeah, clap for the Bible, everybody. Yeah, not bad, not bad. I've I've always called you stony and unresponsive, yeah. I've been spending a lot of time with you this this weekend, and I've been meaning to tell you. (laughs) This is one of those uh, hardening Pharaoh's heart kind of situations. You know, is this a willing thing, or is God purposefully giving me a stony, stubborn heart? But this is all going to change now. I would have imagined that quote would be up at Rhythmia, because they have that whole new heart thing. Oh, they could use that. Yeah. Hey, you should send that to Jerry. Yeah. You're good friends with Jerry, right? I've got his number in my phone. Friends is a stretch. And I'm pretty sure I was the first done. I think, Jennings, you were the next to come out of your session. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tell us about it, Dr. Death. (laughs) Uh, So we, I remember when they were deciding who was going to go to who, uh, one gentleman, I'll call him Pastor John, he was kind of divvying it up. He realized that Kathy was was ready for this, for was ready for what I had to deal with. Um, oh, okay. So she's like, I've seen this a million yeah. times. Well, I think she was new, and he was like, she, <laughs> oh, they've been training. Okay. But um, but so he, he gave the impression that he was going to guide her, but really, like he sort of took over, and okay. she was off on the side. Oh, so it's um, like when you go to Starbucks and they're like, Judy's helping you, and then they enter all of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we went into that room, and someone was like, oh, I think they're cleaning in there. And Pastor Jeff was like, oh, we're going to be doing some cleaning. It's me. Oh, nice. yeah. I like nice. it. I like him. Yeah. So they sat me down in the middle. This is the main pastor of the church? I think day? so. It was the guy. Uh, no, not the main pastor, but the one who was uh, yelling Bible study things when we arrived. Oh, yeah. Okay. He sat me down. Kathy was right here, and he was right there, and they were both kind of leaning over and looking at me. Jennings gestures to his left and then his right. Sorry. Um, and he asked, uh, what, um, I wanted Jesus to do for me today. And I said that I'd been having these flashes of dying yeah, and, uh, just kind of visions of seeing people killing me. And so first he asked if I knew where I was going when I, whenever I go home and if I'd asked Jesus Christ, uh, into my heart to be my Lord and savior. Yeah, uh, could we stop at the first part? He didn't, he didn't stop there. He just... Okay. Just jumped straight to... Do you to, know where you're going when you go home? I have... I mean, is he making sure you're like, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that you have is a that, I know, I'm really asking, oh, is that... Oh, uh, he was asking uh, if, I, if I knew where I was going when I died. Oh, oh duh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was ascertaining whether you're homeless or well, not. No. Um, I forget no. who we're talking Man, about. It's yeah, been a while since we've been Christians. <laughs> yeah. I should have known what that was. Yeah. Okay, sorry, please continue. So uh, he asked me where I was going, and I, and I said, that, yes, I have um, asked this question to Jesus Christ because I was raised in a church. Yeah. Um, he said, that's cool because, you know, heaven's really great. Uh, he talked about the, uh, the, how the, the streets were paved in gold, and I was like, that's cool. He's like, that's really cool. He was really enthusiastic about the streets paved in gold. Um, so like, transparent gold. Is that right? Transparent yeah. gold. The Bible describes huh. the gold on the streets of New Jerusalem as transparent gold. Yeah, I'm getting a solid nod from the uh, fifth row. We've <laughs> got a five. new expert. Our, <laughs> our first gentleman. Are you a sex I expert? No. Amy. <laughs> well, like a very active head shake. No. Have you done it? Do not sick Jennings on me. <laughs> Please stop looking at me, he says. Okay. Do you have a spotlight? Oh. <laughs> 
so then okay. he asked a good question. I think uh, he asked if I was thinking about suicide. No. Um, and I clarified, no, I do I have no suicidal ideation. This is not like a hopeful thing. It's yeah. just like visions of like like a fear of it. Okay. Wow. And I explained that this started about two weeks ago. I was on grand jury duty. It was a murder case. Oh, there was right. I had I saw like twenty six cases, and there was somebody who talked uh, about getting shot at point blank, and just a lot. I mean. I was kind of amazed there's no sort of like trigger warning for any of this stuff because oh, they're right. just parading in all of these horrific things. So I'm hearing these people talk about death. Uh, also, I mean, it's kind of dark, but, uh, you know, the Christchurch shooting happened then. And, you know, I, found oh, yeah? I was on Twitter and then people started posting videos and photos oh, of man. just awful things. Yeah. So it was just seeing a lot of this stuff. And, you know, so I told him about this stuff and how I'm a journalist and I uh, write about death and things like that. Uh, I just wrote about it recently with uh, necrophilia with uh, Damien Sindler, not necessarily the same thing. But um, so he was like, oh, so you're a reporter. Well, you care about truth. And I was like, yeah, I yeah. care about truth. He's like, well, then I take it you were not a, uh, a reporter at a U.S. newspaper. Damn. And then he laughed, and then Kathy laughed, and I didn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So then he explained that what I was feeling uh, is, is fear, and fear stands for <laughs> Did that help? It was done. That was it. <laughs> Said so it stands for false evidence that appears real. Oh, uh, yeah. Wait, that before it's where? Back. Where was that? Um, Many. Uh, fire. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Second row person who knows Second our show row, better than we do. A Max Fun member because that's a bonus episode. Holla. Nice. Amazing. Done. Okay. I, I want to say Tony Robbins trotted that one out. Oh, too. that sounds right. That's okay. possible. Okay. <laughs> uh, then he explained that the things I'd seen had uh, left a scar, a stain of sin. Um, okay. So these 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 things, these visions of death, like the, that I'd, I'd seen, and these people talking about it, those were like sins that had that I'd been exposed to. Um, and then he told me he was going to pray over me um, to cleanse that stain and uh, put the Holy Spirit. Uh, oh, then he said the, the Holy Spirit would guide him. So he stood over me, asked God to to uh, fill me with his love and shine down upon me. And then he started kind of like aggressively wiping my shoulders and wiping the sin off me. Oh, um, can you can you do it to one of us? Very like... This is for the audience here. Okay. Wiping oh, the wow. Sin. He's yeah. vigorously... Wow. Okay, he's be- behind Carrie and he is swiping off of her shoulder into the void to the yeah. left. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. if you had awful dandruff. Yeah. <laughs> Which I might have. Which he would have seen. Yeah, he was touching me, you know, and he started touching my head. And, um, and you've so, already been anointed at this point? No, I Travis? didn't get anointed at this point. I had not yet been anointed. That's I've the never first step. No. Oh, you had a trainee, me. though. Pastor John had been doing this for 20 years, apparently, and he didn't anoint me. Pastor John. Yeah. Rookie mistake. I, yeah, in, in the training book, it says that you have to anoint no. first. That's like sort of what unlocks the door. No, he just anoint. wiped. He wiped me aggressively. Oh, no wow. anointing. Uh, then he, he uh, was clearing my mind of the images, and he said he put them at the cross, never to be thought about again. Those okay. those images, those stained images. Are you thinking about it now? Um, Can you think about it now? Are you seeing it? Do you see it now? Well, yeah, because you're making me think about it. <laughs> uh, and then he put his you hands on my... You just undid everything yeah. the pastor achieved. I haven't had a single... I haven't really think of it. Is that true? Yeah, I don't think so. You know, oh. I'm pretty occupied, but huh. we'll see. Then it sticks around. Sorry. Because the next... So then he moved to my actual mind. Okay. Um, he put his hands on my head and, and he said, uh, in the name of Jesus, we speak to the neurons in Travis's brain and command them to function properly. We- <laughs> you tell those neurons. Yeah. <laughs> we command the damaged dendrites to be healed. Oh, and I synapses like this. And axons <gasps> will conform to the healing touches of Jesus Christ. 
I like this awkward blend of religious and scientific language. I, I mean, to be fair, I've known you a little under a year. I pray that your brain gets fixed every day. Me too. And then he sat down and kind of leaned over again and got serious, and he asked if I was married. I said no. Was he cute? Uh, he was an older gentleman, not really my type. Okay. Uh, so he asked if, he was like, so you're a single guy? I was like, yeah. He said, so you do single guy things? Oh, oh shit! I was like, I guess. <laughs> uh, he got serious. He stood up again. He got behind me, put his hands on my shoulders, and he was like, uh, he asked God to forgive the sins of adultery and sexual immorality that I've committed. Did he even ask These are you? some hasty no. assumptions. I think, like, I guess I didn't realize at the time that single guy things meant right. fornication. Right. Because he asked, yeah, so forgive my fornication and all the, everything that made me a sex bird, I guess. Right. Uh, and all the butt fisting, <laughs> right. you know. Um, <laughs> and uh, then he explained, I guess, you know, he was kind of shouting above me that uh, when I fornicated and when the two become one flesh, parts of me were left in those people. So, I mean, on the people, like any in, dendrites, yeah. no dendrites, just parts of, I think my soul. Um, and those people were left on me. And then he asked God to bring back those parts of me. But before they came to me, gross, do you have to call them and ask for them back? He, he did it for me. Oh, okay. He called the parts back to me, but first he cleansed them with the blood of Jesus Christ okay. so that they were pure. And then it came back to me. Were your um, testicles just swelling as this happened? I was just kind of shrinking into myself. Okay. Like, oh, so the opposite. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then I became whole through that experience, apparently. Um, he was doing a lot of deep breathing. He was, got worked up. And he sat down. And then um, and he had told Kathy, like, hey, jump in whenever you feel moved to. <laughs> Poor Kathy. <Yeah. laughs> So at this point, Kathy jumped in. She was like, as he was, you know, praying about your soul coming back, uh, she seen something over me, uh, was inspired, realized that I have the power to, to see things before they happen. But once I start living uh, in the purity of God, and I should share that wisdom with other people. Oh, that you have that power. Yes, that I have this power to see you, things. Travis. Which, doesn't that imply that you're going to get murdered? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okie dokie. But she said she was really nice. She said that she was really honored to know me because of the things I was going to be able to do with this power. So apparently I'm not going to die. But then uh, Pastor John just like got back to it. He's like, he really wanted me to understand the whole like fornication thing and like the, <laughs> the, uh, the flesh on flesh and, you know. <laughs> he um, loves you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he wanted me to know that he really understood this because, you know, he's been a man of God for 20 years, but before okay. that, he'd done a lot of flesh on flesh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of a sex expert, okay. He, he was just, yeah. Did you help with his dandruff? No. no. <laughs> Turn around, start wiping him off. <laughs> this is all in the past, you know, he said. He, okay. And he was like, oh, care. I have, uh, you know, and then Kathy kind of chuckled and he kind of winked at me and it was really awkward. So there's... Um, <laughs> Yeah. There's yeah. hope for you. Yeah. You could be a pastor someday. Yeah. After I've now that I've been cleansed and yeah, all so, your sperms uh, back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then uh, he brought up my parents. He said, "I noticed that you have. Uh, I, I sense that you're not as close to one parent as you are to the other." Um, wow. So yeah, two just, people. 
And you're close to one more than the other yeah. person. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was like, well, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I said, uh, I'm, um, no, I am a 50% on each equally right. attached, attached to yeah. each yeah. parent. Uh, <laughs> so, so I was like, I'm closer to my mom. And he was like, uh, he started suggesting that my dad, uh, quote, did some stuff to me. Oh, my God. Yeah. A loud gasp from the audience. Yeah. Um, and then I, I just shut that down real fast. I was like, no, no, my dad was great. Like, we were very close. He was very yeah. supportive. I just lived with my mom more of the time. So, you know, if I have to, like, say a percentage, it's closer to her. I was like, nope, nope. Um, so then he was like, all right, he had enough information. He was like, and then he just stood over me and prayed over me again. Did he um, acknowledge that, that was, he was wrong? No, he just, uh, okay. I, I, he was like, oh, divorce. Okay, okay, we can run with divorce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't abuse, but you divorce, yeah. Right. Um, so he prayed over me uh, for the, uh, the brokenness over in my heart that I'd experienced through this divorce. And um, Ken, you know, if it's not too personal, do you feel broken from your parents' divorce? No, not at all. All right. Yeah. Uh, is this a new thing? That I'm... That you feel unbroken? Yes, this was a revelation. Oh, great. Um, oh, oh do, that I now feel unbroken? Right. No, yeah, I've, I've, oh. I've always been unbroken, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I mean, in that regard. But, uh, yeah, so he, and then he, he forgave my parents. He asked God to forgive my parents for the, the sin of divorce. Um, oh, shit. Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And then he had a closing message, said, next time I see uh, anything that's like, is, is, has a demonic stain these evil visions uh, that could influence me, like in my line of work. Uh, I just need to pray to, to God to let not the images I see have an impact on me. Okay. okay. And then he gave me okay. a fist bump. Uh, yeah. There's a, there's a theme in your stories. Yep. Fisting. Yeah. Uh, and then... He has your fine. number now, too. Yeah. True. And then I ate some homemade cookies. Yeah. Hey, yeah. what kind? Uh, oatmeal raisin. Oh, yeah, which is Ross's favorite. Yeah, that is suspect. Right. Wow. Yeah, you're listening hard. Good no, job. I told him, but Jennings said that's a oh. very unusual favorite. I said more cookies for me. <laughs> because, uh, and this is important information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel that the oatmeal raisin, we all want it to be oatmeal chocolate chip, nope. and then you bite in, and nope. you're like, why is this chocolate squishy? Mm-hmm. I, my eating experience has been interrupted by a raisin yet again. Okay, this is a binary choice. We're going to say oatmeal raisin or oatmeal chocolate. Oatmeal raisin, show me your hands. Okay, okay. Uh, oatmeal chocolate. Oh, come well, uh, on. Um, I'd also Ugh. like to thank you for doing it in that order because the second thing you say, always louder cheers. Sure, sure. Cool. How are you feeling now? Feel good. You know, yeah. I, hadn't, I hadn't thought about death until you brought death, it up. Death, death, So, death. you know, you are stained in sin, uh-huh. apparently. Demonic images coming from you. Okay. Um, we led you down a dark path. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, yeah. I had to, I had, I couldn't do itchy hand, apparently. Right. So you really, you I'm put this sorry. on me. Yeah, for Thanks real. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fist bump. Oh, we, for oh, I thought we were fist People bump. at home. <laughs> <laughs> you are no sex expert, Jennings Brown. Oh. So I, uh, is that the whole, yeah. that whole spang? Yeah, we okay. were eating cookies and I was drinking tea. <laughs> While we were waiting for you, you were in there for a long time. Oh, was I? Was in there a lot longer than oh, you? Yeah. yeah, what was oh, going on? Well, I had three complaints. So again, my complaints were allergies, migraines, and myopia, which just means nearsightedness, need glasses. So first, I, I went in and there were 
two women, we'll call them Jackie and Mariel. Um, those are very close to their real names. Um, and uh, yeah, they, they brought me in and they sat down with my form and uh, Jackie said, she's the one who's really good at this about Muriel. So I, oh, okay, so I just focused on Muriel. And so she was looking through it and she was, she was very quiet. She was just sort of absorbing the information. And then Jackie said, she'll tell us when to interrupt the silence. So I. So that's what took so long. Y- I, yeah. No. This this took up a good. I would say silence took up a good forty percent of the. Whoa, that's counter. awkward. It was, and then also we have this like strange radio playing. <laughs> it, yeah, it was weird. Newsies. I thought it was Newsies and it wasn't, but that soundtrack, real good. Okay. So so they start going through my list of complaints and they said, oh, allergies. Okay, now uh, what are you allergic to? And I said, tree nuts, Uh, really common allergy. She said, "Uh, and nothing else. And I said, well, um, when I was a kid, I was allergic to bananas, but it went away. And they were like, oh, yes, that happens. (laughs) And they, they said it sort of like, they were in on a secret, you know? We know why you can eat bananas now. Is this something sexual? <laughs> Probably. But these people? Probably. I'm no sex expert. Um, <laughs> so she, she said, but okay, okay, tree nuts. Yeah, you know, when you have allergies, it actually means that you are extra sensitive, and God wants you to use that sensitivity for his, his own good. Uh, but the devil is thwarting that and making you sensitive instead to nuts. Oh. Yeah. What a way for the devil to work. <laughs> what, what is the end game here? Uh, she's going to try to eat nuts. She's going to swell up, maybe almost die. Yeah. And then she'll come running away from God. I, how does that work? I don't even know. And also, I don't have a life-threatening nut allergy, knock on wood. But, you know, it, yeah, it just makes my tongue itchy. So I... <laughs> Satan's very bored. And then my myopia, my nearsightedness, is because the devil is trying to keep me from having clear vision of God. A lot of devil in yours. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't get any devil. Really? No. Huh. Not a lot of devil. They didn't talk about the devil. Huh. Huh. I'm sorry we took you. (laughs) It's all right. So then the uh, the third thing, of course, was my migraines. Classic. My migraines were from an emotional hurt, she said. And she said, uh, go back to when you first got your migraines. When was that? And I said, 2012. And she said, was anything bad going on? <laughs> well, yes, it was. Can you imagine if my answer was no? Like, no, that was a perfect year. Nothing happened. So I said, yes, uh, actually, at the time I was dating a guy who was didn't treat me well and turned out to be secretly married. That's when my migraines started. But once you trigger migraines for the first time, they just kind of never leave you. And she said, ah, see, now that's interesting. Like Jesus, he never leaves you. <laughs> so she said, my cure was going to be three-pronged. So for the allergies, of course, she was going to pray for my sensitivity, that it would be redirected toward God. For my myopia, they were going to pray for my vision of God, that I would be able to see him and sense his presence more clearly. And for my migraines, I needed to forgive my (laughs) ex-boyfriend. Hmm. Hmm. Which, uh, that's not a bad lesson, but I don't think it's going to help the headaches. (laughs) 
Well, anyway, she uh, so she went and got olive oil, and and she had her hand over the word olive, and I thought it said almond oil. <laughs> and <laughs> and but is because, that something? I don't know if I've ever seen almond oil. Is that? A oh thing? yeah, no, for okay. sure, it's a thing. Um, Makes sense. Uh, but because we do this show, I was like, yes, <laughs> this is gonna make no sense. <laughs> But her hand moved, and it was oh, olive oil. I like you Whomp. just hoping that your forehead is going to swell. But, you know, they do a cross on your forehead, and if it had been like a red cross, <laughs> oh, yeah. cha-ching. So, um, uh. so they came over, and they together laid their hands on me and started praying. And they told me, if anything comes to you, that's the Holy Spirit working, so go ahead and say anything that comes into your mind. In my mind, I'm designing the movie poster that says Carrie, and then it has you with the red cross on your forehead. Wow. You know, that's already a movie. What? (laughs) So again, prayed for my sensitivity, that that would be redirected. And they said stuff about my parents, too, and which hadn't come up, like in the conversation. Oh, yeah. It was out of the blue. Like, okay. ask me about my parents. Oh, right. But this right. was like during the prayer, they just started saying like, you know, remove any hurt she has from her parents. Mm. Uh, maybe that's just a matter of course. And then, of course, the myopia, uh, the woman with glasses started praying that I'd have clear vision. Uh, I'd be able to see God more clearly, asking him to come into my heart. And then, uh, then came the migraines. So she said, uh, now I want you to pray. And I, I want you to pray for forgiveness for your ex-boyfriend. And I said, okay, you know, I can do that. And so I, I closed my eyes and I said, um, Father God, hi. Um, I uh, God, is it? <laughs> I am... I wanted to ask that you would wash your own forgiveness over my ex. Um, I'm imagining how much hurt he had to be going through that he put other people through that. And um, I've probably come out of it a stronger person and he needs um, healing probably more than I do. So God, please give him your forgiveness. If I were God, I would heal you of the migraines. (laughs) Thank you. That was a very generous prayer. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I'm glad you thought so because Muriel, said, um, okay, I need you to literally say, I forgive his name. (laughs) Yeah. So I'll give him the pseudonym we gave him many years ago on the show. So I said, Milo. Milo. So I said, okay. um, I forgive Milo. And she said, great, great, yeah. But they were waving their hands over me, saying a lot of yes, Jesus, as I was talking. I'm surprised what different experiences we're having. For real. For me, they each had a hand on my arm. Okay. Well, I noticed that in the text it says the Holy Spirit will lead you, and that's the most important thing about this ministry is that God speaks individually to each person. So I would imagine the practices come out somewhat differently. Well, I'll talk a little later about their church service, but it has a schedule, and it says at the top, order of operations or order of events may change based on the leading of the Spirit. Oh, wow. Cool. (laughs) I like the warning. That's like, also, if you don't want to open up the church that day, you can just be like, meh, didn't want it. (laughs) So when that was over, she said, um, okay, now, are you, you're not from here, right? And I said, no, I'm from Los Angeles and just here a couple days. And she said, okay, well, when you come back to Boston, we want to hear how your allergies and your migraines and your vision are doing. Uh, and so I figured, let's test them. Oh, boy. 
Carrie has brought... I, this was in... (laughs) (laughs) This was in the green room. uh, Maple glazed pecan and sea salt. So normally Carrie would say, oh, you want this, Ross? I can't eat this. But instead, she decided, I'm going to eat this. Instead, I was like, Ross, don't eat that one. Uh, I don't have a life-threatening allergy. Everything's going to be okay. But my tongue might get itchy, and we'll see. And you didn't bring your EpiPen with you. Correct. I forgot it. (laughs) Anyway, uh, do you have an allergy to nuts? No. Okay, well, we can then... Do you? Uh, No. You can be the controls. Excellent. Very scientific. Oh, someone you have has an, an EpiPen. Don't eat this. No, someone Wait, s- said they have been... an EpiPen. Oh, you have an EpiPen. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. I... <laughs> you came really prepared. Uh, did you, do you not even need it, and you came here for me with your EpiPen? <laughs> <laughs> Truly, it's going to be okay. But, um, but we'll see if I get itchy. How are you guys doing? Itchy? Not itchy. Not itchy. Hmm. Not itchy. But satisfied. My hand's still itchy because I didn't have them fix that. Instead, you made me do the death thing. (laughs) You know, you could have taken care of that at the same time. I didn't. I didn't see the three. The list. I thought we had to choose one. Mm. You know. Anyway, I also didn't get annoyed. I know. Yeah. What is that? Well, while you're either dying or pecans are good. Yeah, you like them. Mm -hmm. They just don't like you. Correct. Well, while you're chewing on that, uh, one important takeaway I forgot was that even before they started praying, the prophet was mentioning in her sort of beforehand talk that God, he can, definitely can heal these things, but also sometimes he chooses not to. Convenient. Uh, Paul, for example, had a thorn in his side. God didn't take that away, but look how much Paul accomplished. So the lesson there was that God will not put you uh, in a situation where you can't accomplish his mission for your life. So it it just won't be beyond the point of bearing. And I thought, well, it's already not beyond the point of bearing. So, okay, if nothing happens, we still got a successful... uh, Uh, Again, reminds me of rhythm. Outcome. I was told uh, when I said I hadn't gotten a miracle there, oh, well, that your breathing is a miracle. (laughs) Which (laughs) might be true in a couple of minutes. (laughs) Let's take... (laughs) Take that goalpost and move it back a hundred yards. Um, okay, and then red wine, obviously, classic migraine trigger. Here we go. No. <laughs> Carrie is drinking just a lot of wine. <laughs> chug, chug, You're chug. You're not supposed to drink that much wine in one gulp. Even is if that you true? Don't. Yeah. Why? <laughs> is this a sexpert thing? Yeah. He has a stethoscope. Um, okay, cool. And then who wants to test my vision? Maybe hold up numbers in the back and you guys can be the controls. Oh, there we go. Um, okay. So I see someone like dead center in front of me in a bluish shirt. Bluish, maybe whitish. And I'm going to guess that's three? Yep, you got yeah? it. Oh, and now it's a one thumb up. All right. <laughs> okay, well and done. I'm, I'm looking over here, uh, reddish shirt, uh, reddish purplish. Uh, that's four. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, straight up in front of me. Five? Mm. No? Well, the, oh, the no. fifth finger is sort of like on the palm. Oh, yeah. But that, that's a five four. Fingers. Yeah, yeah. I guess lot. anytime someone raises their hand, the answer's five. <laughs> I never thought about that. Okay. And then way back here, uh, two. But see, two is easy because two has that like spread. What about to that it. person right back there? Sorry, I'm pointing oh, at you. Oh, boy. 
Yeah, I have no idea. I'm just going to say a number. Three. I think you're right. Oh, okay. I had a one out of five. Uh-huh. You're just nodding along, Jennings. Uh, you're not... Can you see all those numbers? I, I see a... Oh, that was cheating. <laughs> she had her hands spread out, uh, and then she brought her fingers together. Member of the Hitler Youth is doing a Heil sign in the back. Oh! That's, that's what it looked like. Too oh. soon. Um, wow. <laughs> uh. Okay, graveyard boy. Um, okay, well, I think my myopia might be about the same. Okay, and yeah. we'll see how these other melodies yeah, progress. This is going okay. Any tingliness? Not yet. It usually takes a minute, though. Okay. But yeah, I'm doing Is there a possibility that you're just going to be like mush mouth? Like, I don't uh, think so. Yeah, I mean, usually it just makes my tongue swell and get itchy, and then uh, my gums sometimes will, will like swell up. Ew. Well, if you yeah. can't talk, just text me what you need to say, and I'll oh, share perfect. it on the show here. Perfect. Hang on there. Hang on past Ross, Carey, and Jennings. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. You're talking a mile a minute, sir. And time's running out on Max Fun Drive. Mm-hmm. So we told you a little bit about the different rewards you could win if you become a member. Yeah, and thank you so much to everybody who has already become a yeah. member. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate this huge outpouring of support, and uh, and thank you. Yeah. And don't you feel great now? You feel like hey, yeah, I kind of like a stockholder. Exactly. And oh, but no, what Ross am I Perry. a stockholder in? Fun. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Fun, joy, we independent are, journalism. We are beholden to you, mm-hmm. our listeners. That's right. Don't make us do something weird. Okay, so let's say you're ready. You're ready to really make a commitment. Okay. You know, you've been with this podcasting network for a while, and you're like. I better, you know, should or get off the pot. It's probably going to move on to some younger, hotter member if I don't, you know, mm. pump up the mm-hmm. commitment. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to give $50 a month and get a metal engraved MaxFund membership card personalized with your name. That's right. And there's even a tier above that at $100 what? a month. You get a membership in the inner circle. You become part of the monthly culture club, mm-hmm. which means that Maximum Fun will send you books and movies and music that have been selected by the hosts of Maximum Fun shows. It's pretty fun. We've gotten to do it a couple times. So who knows? We may have some more recommendations for you. No. And there's even a $200 monthly membership that gets you free registration for MaxFunCon 2020. So You know where you're going that part of the year. Exactly. It's a pretty good stuff, you guys. So go to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate to join and or upgrade your membership. Please and thank you. So then you finally came and joined us, or was was there more? Yeah, to I think the... I think that was about it. Uh, yeah, so they they asked for that follow up. So the next time we're in Boston, we got to go back and let them know if I have clear vision, no migraines, and ate this candy bar on stage, and I'm fine. Excellent. So we waltzed out of there, and we thought, well, we need to take notes real quick. So we stopped at a pizzeria that was recommended to us. Boy, howdy! Recommended to us many, many times. By one person. <laughs> Sonia. Sonia. Yeah. yeah, we were crossing the street and we were like, oh, where should we go? Sonia, a complete stranger, was like, you gotta go there. <laughs> they have the best vegetarian pizza in Boston. If you're okay not eating meat. We said, <laughs> we're okay with it. That's fine. Yeah, so uh, here it is. <laughs> what was this place called? Do you know? I don't remember. It's, it's on the. <laughs> 
but the, their pizzas. Oh yeah, we're not doing them a service right now. Yeah, yeah. that's I true. I might have the receipt. You show them all the things they've already <laughs> been to, and then the one thing you can actually recommend. You don't know. Yeah, I feel like it. Oh wait, no, it was lazy pizza. No, Laz. Laz. We, well, we thought maybe they're too lazy to add the Y. Laz yeah, yeah. Cafe. Yeah. Okay. Good memory. Okay, together we can we can <laughs> do this. Has anyone been to Lazy Cafe Pizza? Oh, one person, two people. All right, pretty good. Well, now it, there's going to be how's a it whole pronounced? torrent of people. How's it pronounced? Last. Uh, I, I was right. No way. Yeah. Last pizza. Hey. Oh wow! Oh, were you the one Sonia was getting the pizza for? Oh. <laughs> she she said she goes like all the time to get her boss this pizza because he doesn't eat meat. <laughs> but and she was sure, she made sure to tell us that with every bite you'll get vegetables. What? Yeah, it's true. True. Mm-hmm. Right. So Carrie had her booklet there, the Healing Rooms uh, Ministry, How to Minister to Specific Diseases. Yeah. A handbook from 2004. They're still using it, and they're still selling it, and I'm still buying it. And we learn to be open to the leading of the Holy Spirit. We see that Jesus himself didn't always use the same approach. Sometimes he'd do weird things like spit in the mud and put it on people's eyes. Mm-hmm. And uh, warning us about Satan. He's involved in all of this. And uh, all of this came from many thousands of prayer sessions, which reminds me of L. Ron Hubbard getting all his lessons from the many, many instances of auditing that he didn't do. My tongue itches. Oh, uh uh-oh. Shit. It begins. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) So our audience here can see a list of the things that they treat, and there are general moans of dismay because... (laughs) They are including things like... Cancer. It's cystic fibrosis. Autism. Crohn's disease. Depre- depression. <laughs> drug addiction. Hey, eczema, everybody. Eczema! <laughs> Woohoo! Cerebral palsy. Anorexia and bulimia. AIDS. It goes on. We have Parkinson's. Multiple yeah. sclerosis. Everybody's pointing out all... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, suicide is on the list. Yep. Yeah. But uh, most no importantly, high cholesterol. Yeah. Uh, failure to thrive. Yeah. Uh, that's what my ex-boyfriend needs. Uh, yeah. So these are like a few of the examples. Uh, but then they tell you. You know, this is just to give you inspiration. The the Holy Spirit may tell you to do something different, and that's okay. Just go ahead and go with him. For each one, they tell you what the root cause is and then give you some scripture that you can use to apply to this, the medical information, which might be pertinent, and then uh, the ministry information. So here we have the multiple chemical sensitivities, yeah, which, uh, as yeah. Carrie stated, is not a, a thing. unknown to be not real thing. Did you get to watch Safe yet? No. Oh, I lent you the movie Safe. You got to watch it. Okay. I'm glad we're having that. I will. Um, Here's my eczema. So the root cause that I'm suffering from is fear, anxiety, and stress. Could be generational. (laughs) Sounds like Bob Larson to me. How many generations? We've got scripture like Job 33. I have found a ransom. His flesh shall be fresher than a child's. He shall return to the day of his youth. All right. Sounds legit. Here we have autism. Mm, mm. Yep. yep. Uh, let's see. So, what does this read here? If the child is able to participate, have them repent and forgive others and themselves. 
Mm. Um, if discerned, bind the spirits of rejection, rebellion, anger, self-hatred, self-condemnation, fear, and deaf and dumb spirit. Speak peace into their hearts and the love of God to their soul. And we have suicide. Um, I, not to make light of a very serious subject, I assume they mean suicidal ideation because <laughs> this could be a moment too late. Um, but... Uh, uh, yeah, so if you're, you know, you're having these thoughts, uh, repentance is necessary for not liking yourself. Uh, break off the generational curse, bind the spirit of fear, depression, and anxiety. Reestablish the love of the Father in their heart. But nowhere on the page does it say that if you're having suicidal ideation, you should call 1-800-273-8255, available 24 hours every day. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And so, so we got to see kind of what they use as a training manual, but I, I don't think we really experienced any of these particular pieces of advice. I remember they gave me a verse from Isaiah, which was not on that list that they had for eczema. So I didn't get any verses. Did they, you get any verses? Uh, I got, they said something about John 3.16. Oh, that's a cheat. Yeah. Everyone uh, knows that one. I feel like he made up a verse. Uh, when he said, uh, let not the images I see have an impact to me, he, s- he said that that was like something Jesus said. Oh. Which I don't know if he had like, I don't know if he saw, it, I don't know. Right. Suspect, suspect. Yeah, there was a really hard paraphrase on one of these. It was, oh, yeah. It was it, listing Matthew. It said, it said, the greatest commandment is, is to, to love, love yourself. yourself. And no. Ross and I are like, uh, excuse me, no. No. <laughs> it's to love the Lord but, your God with all your heart and to love your neighbor as, as yourself. yourself. But that's just presupposing that we all love ourselves. That's not telling you to love yourself. <laughs> Ugh. Come on. So uh, the next day, which is today, I was very excited to go to the Mother Church. That's what everybody's seeing here for Christian Science, where you can find the where you can discover the founder and discoverer of Christian science, Mary Baker Eddy. Oh, she's all over the place. Quotes everywhere. Uh, yeah, a big, lovely building with like multiple cupolas, and part of it's under construction. And next door in that building over there, I guess that's the head of their publications, they have this amazing maparium. Yeah, uh, yeah oh, who's cool. been to that? Yeah, Kara oh, told me about this, and she was all excited for good reason. It's yeah. this gigantic globe, if you believe in that sort of thing. And... <laughs> You, you walk inside of it like Charles Xavier's... What do you call that? Cerebro. Thank you, Cerebro. Uh, that machine where... He, X-Men. He amplifies his mental powers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> X-Men. And, and it's, it's accurate to 1935. So the... Oh, no. <laughs> all the different uh, borders are changed. You have the Soviet Union all going right. strong. But it's beautiful. It's really cool and made me want to build one of my own, so... Do it. So if you got to go, go do that, if anything, and then, you know, go to the main church. So we did attend a lecture there, and we learned that matter is all in your mind, and it's all about the mental aspect, and then they passed around the collection plate. And we're in this massive, massive (laughs) building that they've constructed, as far as I can tell, out of matter. (laughs) 
I don't know. I still don't get it. And asking for money, which is made of matter. And, so yeah. if anybody didn't hear our Christian science investigation, we uh, spent some time with them in L.A., so um, yeah, and it was the same format, just writ large. Where you and have how many people were here? Oh, you know what? Not that many. This place could easily sit thousands, uh, and I counted about a hundred fifty people there. Okay, so it was pretty sparse. Not as sparse as you're seeing here. I waited till most people had left. Take this, but a giant pipe organ. I hear one of the largest in the world, like the top ten. It's amazing, <laughs> and. What else can I say? Oh, yeah, one person would read a scripture passage or a series of scripture passages, and then the other would read the correlative passages from Science and Health with the Key to the Scriptures, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think is the title. <laughs> that always trips me up. Uh, so they did their little duo thing. It was very boring. And then we went. <laughs> Then we went back to this church. So they held their regular church at the Crosstown Ministries International right. next door in that place that I thought was an Episcopalian church. Uh, so it, it turns out that sanctuary gets used for both of them. Uh, so my poor wife and son had to go with me to Christian Science Church. They were lured in by the Maparium. And then I made them walk over with me to this church. And we went back. And they were so excited to, to see us return. And the pastor came up to Kara and said, so good to see you again. Ah! And I said, oh, this is my wife, Kara, my son, Andrew. And he said, I thought you looked different. Ah! <laughs> I'm going to try that. Yeah. And uh, it was a very long, it wasn't the, f- they didn't go to three o'clock, but pretty close to it. And so we sang one song for about 20 minutes. Wow. It was that kind of praise session. Jennings and I went to brunch. Yeah. <laughs> Give it up for brunch. <laughs> I had oatmeal and some sliced tomatoes and potatoes. And I had some eggs. Eggs Benedict. Eggs Benedict, yeah. uh, People who can see this here, they Moving can see on. this looks very Episcopalian, or I, I would have thought Catholic. I don't know as much about the Episcopalian church, but there are kneeling benches down below. Yeah, that's all. that all checks out for Episcopalian. Okay. And then we've got like the, the altar image with the mother and child. And we've got, uh, there were candles lit over here. And there's like this ancient kind of a pulpity thing, which is really cool. And a water bottle, like the kind that you put on, you, like you replace, like, oh, I've got to lift the heavy water bottle and put it up top and I hope I don't spill any. And they've spray painted the bottom of it gold. <laughs> I really want to know what that was all about. No one ever... I know it's holy water. No? I, I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so we sat there, and they were very sweet. They all came around, took turns hugging us, and we loved being there. And the whole time we were at the Christian Science Church, I looked over at Kara, and she was, like, scowling, like, why did you get me into this? <laughs> and then at this church, she was just smiling in rapture, like, oh, I've come home. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was my experience later on. I had coffee. Um... Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, where did what was that place called? The something and something Been around since Ele- 1791. That's correct. Elephant, elephant Castle and Castle. castle. Yeah. Right. Oh, warm reception for the elephant. Someone said they're castle. great. Yeah. 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 It was good. All right. That that's awesome. Thank you. I feel uh, judged for not going to church twice. <laughs> you know. Well, thank you for coming to be in our investigation. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. You said... Oh, yes, please, clap. And stop. Um, you said uh, something that surprised me. You said this was your first foray into an investigative journalism piece. 
Yeah. <laughs> Never no. done anything like this. Sorry. An undercover journalism. Yeah. I just. I thought that was some I kind just of joke. Vastly insulted you. <laughs> uh, uh, you had never got undercover before. Yeah, if yeah. If you count using your I've real never, first name. Yeah, well, I've never uh, done this approach, and it was a yeah. fun uh, experience. Yeah, cool. But if Travis Brown ever signs up for one of your events, now you know what's going on. Yeah, it's one of this fucker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you so much. And everybody who hasn't heard The Gateway, you gotta listen to it. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. Oh, and one last thing. So, um, there is a shelter in your town called Gifford. Oh, you got it. Gifford Cats. Gifford Cats. This cat is named Carrie Poppy. And <laughs> I know. And she is toothless, which is as it should be. And she is a senior kitty, which is also as it should be. Carrie Poppy needs a home, and they sent us this picture to try to <laughs> get some Bostonians to adopt her. So They said this is the best photo they're able to get, but she's a very loving, sweet cat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and since I had a tooth removed last week, I really get her. So, um, what's, do we have the website? Oh, let me pull it up. Cats.org, maybe, .com. You get it. Give her cats. Uh, there's probably not another one in Boston, especially not one with a cat named Carrie Poppy. Also, my tongue is swollen. Oh, no. So I don't think that worked. But for what it's worth, I don't have a migraine. Hey. Hey. Okay. I'm not thinking about dying. You're not thinking about dying? No. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, I am now. It's gif- <laughs> giffordcatshelter.org. Perfect. And Ross, how is your eczema? Can we test it out somehow? Yeah, I mean, you can look at it, but it's not pretty. What what, oh. what makes it terrible? I could have been hopping on it this, this whole time. I've walked about, I don't know, 18,000 steps a day, and that makes it really bad. Yeah. So and it's even not, since not too... the healing? It hasn't had a flare-up since then. <gasps> Whoa. It so worked. I have not been tested beyond what I can bear. Cool. So Great. Maybe so I'm going back to Jesus. This works. <laughs> out of five. <laughs> the two men on either side of me are shooting me like, well, looks. Well, now, now, now you make it so we have to do a rating. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah, what do you think? Okay, do you know about the ratings? Pseudoscience. How good a listener are you, Jenny okay. Brown? Right, let's not put okay, them on I the spot. I okay. comfortable. <laughs> so pseudoscience, uh, one is not pseudoscientific, so it's established science, like uh, evolution by allopatric speciation or you know similar mechanisms. All right, whereas 10 is something highly pseudoscientific, like evolution by uh, goat sperm transmission. Oh. <laughs> I think maybe Damien Sindler did something about that. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, one to ten. Um, what would you give? Yeah, what would you well, give? Uh, one to ten? Yeah. Oh. Ten is like super yeah. pseudoscientific. Ten? Um, ten? Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, ballsy. Uh, cool. It's all ten. <laughs> okay. Cool. No, great. I'm, I'm going to lowball you. I, I'm going to say like a four. Oh, whoa. Like five? Five. I'll say five. Holy mackerel. Be, because... I, I really like that they took the time to tell us that you should be paying attention to a doctor. You should yeah. really be following any advice you're given. Let's focus on material suggestions. And they said axons and dendrites. I mean, <laughs> that's legit. Yeah, you're right. That's just, that's kind of hot. Well, 
So, is, is that how Kara got you? <laughs> There's a syzygy story in there, but we'll tell that some other time. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say four because I felt they handled it as responsibly as you possibly could in that situation. The, except I'm I'm think I'm not thinking about that book we, do we just need looked to, do at. Do we need to put Damn the it. book with the shoot yeah. six? Oh, for six. sure. For okay. Sure. All right. Yeah, I would go closer to you. I'd say like an eight. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd say in practice what we received. At least right. I think was much better well, than what we saw. Well, here's the thing with the with the warnings that say, "But don't stop going to your doctor." It feels very boilerplate. Like we have to say this so we don't get sued. Mm. And it suggests to me that if I really believed this thing worked, I would be like, "Oh, sure, they have to say that." But if it really works, it'll really work. I don't actually need to go do that. Mm. Um, so okay. I, I think that's potentially pretty bad. Okay, fair. Um, though I think I just looped in danger rating. So how about a danger rating where 10 is something super dangerous, like um, you are part of that flood of sticky stuff? Um, and then one is something not at all, de- not Molasses. your flood of sticky stuff. Molasses. Wow. Jesus. Um, the, these really and I just sad- had another vision of dying. <laughs> The really tragic thing about the Great Molasses Flood is that it was molasses in January, and it was very fast. Oh, I'm sorry. I just brought the house down. I don't get it. That, uh, there's a phrase like, slow as molasses in January, because uh, usually it's slow and not deadly. Huh. All right. Um, so for, for danger, yeah, that's, uh, that's a 10. And then one is something like going to the WBUR city space in Boston and seeing a great show. It's not dangerous. What do you think, Ross? There, there's a lot of hallelujahs. Oh, boy, we heard so many. Like, it was one of those punctuations of sentences at the church where, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, to a restaurant tonight. Hallelujah. And I, you know, <laughs> wow. That, okay. Yeah, it was that kind of thing. Like, instead of um, they say hallelujah. <laughs> oh, I forgot, I forgot to say, a speaker problem was blamed on the devil. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they could not get their uh, display to work at all. And I had to resist the temptation to run up there like, to oh, fix it. fix it? Yeah. Okay. I, danger rating, uh, I, I still want to give it lower because I'm thinking of other similar things we've encountered that are far more predatory. I'm going to say four. Wow. Okay. Eight? I'm going to say eight again. Uh, you going to say ten again? We're no, just gonna no, no. It okay. seemed like relatively harmless, but they seem like nice people. Huh. I just really feel like when I believe in this stuff that – that disclaimer wouldn't mean nothing to me. I would just yeah. be like, oh, they, they have to say that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think I am swayed by just how much I like these people and want to hang out with them more. Yeah, they were very, they were very wonderful people. I have some news. I don't have a migraine. I'm definitely drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of wine consumed very quickly. <laughs> it happened so fast. <laughs> You guys were talking, and then... Hit you like a wave of molasses. Okay, here we go. (laughs) What's the rest of this? Creepiness scale. Creepiness, yeah, okay. Ten something super creepy. Like, um... You walk into a room with a council of elders, and they're all just faced away from you. And silent. Yeah, it's just... It's creepy. Completely silent. Whereas uh, one is not creepy, like getting a battalion of hugs from a lot of really sweet people. I'll give it a three. Okay. You were a little creeped out. Was, yeah. You know, you walk into the room and they're all like deciding like who's going to pray over you. I was like, what are, what are they? De- they're deciding my fate. Uh, and then right. when he, you know, he, he just was really focusing on like the, 
you know, the, oh, the, yeah. the flesh hitting, <laughs> yeah. and the, you know, and then... And um, the Jennings parts yeah. distributed around the world. They don't need to... Your, your listeners don't need to visualize that. But, you know. uh, yeah, so that was a little creepy. But, yeah, yours was. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like mine was too much. I would give it like a four. Yeah, your experience brought up my creepiness mm-hmm. rating. Yeah, I'm getting... I creeped you out. I get a, I get a creepy <laughs> rating. Well yeah. done. Yeah, I'll, I'll say a solid four. Sweet. All right. What and about pocket trainer? Yeah. Where's zero something not at all pocket training? Uh, one is something not at all pocket training, like uh, a free faith healing. And ten is something super pocket draining, like uh, you buy a season pass to Disneyland. That's too much. <laughs> it is. You know, they keep ratcheting up that price, hoping fewer people will go, and yes. same amount of people go. Yep. Yeah. What can you, victim of their own success. Mm hmm. You said it. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> One to ten. Five? What? Oh, what? oh okay. Uh, wow. Wait, what? Wait, what? Pocket draining. Are you drunk? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Pocket training? Yeah. yeah like, how much did it drain your pocket? Oh, Not well, expensive. nothing, because I didn't. Did y'all? I okay, don't know. Okay, now you you're following. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one. I, just, I didn't one. know who yeah. did, did you have to pay? Did what? Did we? Oh, did, you're right. Know. No, we didn't have to pay. Their offering was really interesting where they don't pass around a collection plate like they do in the Christian Science Church, but they they have you walk up to the front and put the money in a little basket on the minister's stand. Interesting. I have, have has anyone seen that before? Has someone said, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. It's been done. <laughs> All right. Hot drinks, solid thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. They had them. Right, Are you they've... a fan of hot drinks, Jennings? I like hot drinks. Good. Yeah. <laughs> you can remain Carrie's friend. Yeah. <laughs> favorite moment? Yeah, I think my favorite moment was being like forced to say my ex-boyfriend's name in the middle of that prayer. And there wasn't an option of like, just say my ex or anything. It was like, we want to hear his name. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, not, that's like, that reminds me of that video with Tony Robbins making the woman break up with her boyfriend in front yeah. of the whole crowd. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. shitty, man. Yeah. You don't do it that. It wasn't quite like No, but it reminds me of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. This was definitely lower level. Yeah. Favorite moment, Jennings? My favorite moment was uh, when, when um, Pastor John was, was bragging about his, uh, his past um, <laughs> skin melding totally. uh, before he was a man of God. Yeah. It was, it was entertaining. That was pretty good. Uh, I think I liked getting that verse of the day the next day, and that, that, was, a, that was a solid hit. Nice. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> uh, by oh. the way, if you go out into the lobby and you uh, decide that you want to buy one of these fine Ona Ross and Carrie limited edition tour shirts, $5 from your purchase tonight goes to WBUR to support your local public radio. And thank you to all of you who have already done so. Yeah. Well, that's it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Our editor is Victor Figueroa. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, sometimes we say, at the end of the show, we usually say, and remember, and then we play a clip. What we've been doing at the live shows is saying, and remember, and seeing if the audience says something in unison. <laughs> sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I stall for time. (laughs) Anyway. And and remember. And I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart 
and give you a tender, responsive heart. Hallelujah! How did they do that? It's a miracle. They're, they're a miracle. Thank you so much, Boston. Thank, Thank you, Boston. Jennifer. Well, Carrie, wasn't that a wonderful show? That was a really, 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 really good show with a really good audience. I had such a good time in Boston, and I really enjoyed hanging out with Jennings. Yeah, what a good dude. Well, I do also want to remind our listeners that it is still Maximum Fun Drive. (laughs) What? That's right. I can't believe it. There are mere days left to help support us, and this is the one time of the year that we ask you, hey, can you... Support us, make what we do possible, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. help fund all of our crazy make adventures. Make it possible. And we try to then return the favor with all of this extra bonus content mm-hmm. that you get at $5 a month or more. Yep. And you get that pin at $10. And Maybe you want the puzzle. Maybe you want the cup. Maybe you want that uh, gold engraved membership card. So all, do it. All that sweet, sweet swag. That's right. And all of that bonus content. So you get access to our Go Fact Yourself appearance. Mm-hmm. You get access to... Firewalking. You get access to... I'm, just, I'm letting you finish all my sentences. A special interview episode with us where we get interviewed. <laughs> you get access to our dream date in Austin where mm-hmm. we go flavor tripping mm-hmm. and we mess with our tongues and you overdose on vinegar. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it wasn't a good move. <laughs> yeah. You overdosed on firewalking though. I sure did. <laughs> Still paying the price for that. So thank you so much. Please, if you can support us, go to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. D-O-N-A-T-E. And then let us know you did it so we can thank you. But also, if you were at the Boston show, first off, thank you for coming. And second off, maybe you saw as you went up to buy your shirt, a little couple called Ross and Cassie. I hope they told you their names. We were supposed to mention it during the show. I know, we forgot. We made an open call for volunteers to work at the shirt table. Mm -hmm. And yeah, a couple named Ross Ross and and Cassie. Cassie responded what and are the odds i know there were like a good dozen people who volunteered and i was like oh, i'll just pick the first two but then when i saw a ross and cassie i was like uh, they win sorry everybody else it's like in mary poppins where the other applicants get blown away in the exactly. wind exactly exactly like the that. position has been filled <laughs> exactly <laughs> so at a future show if you want to be a volunteer just tell us your names are like our names we'll probably let you do it we won't check your documentation uh and you can find ross and cassie on instagram twitter and tumblr at big little dinos okay Maybe I will. Check them out. Now, I also wanted to mention something that I forgot to say uh, while we were doing the live show is that you mentioned that they were very complimentary to you. Right. And I meant to say they also said something to me that was very nice. One of the women said, you should know that you are beautiful on the inside because I'm sure a lot of people tell you how beautiful you are on the outside. Wow. (laughs) Yes, I know. And I was like, well, I guess my goodness. But it reminded me of our Pie Hop investigation. Right. The Pasadena International House of Prayer, where they appear to just tell everyone, you are the most beautiful woman. Well, probably just mostly <laughs> they didn't the tell women. Me that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they told me I was a mighty warrior. Right. Because my last name was apparently Battle. Oh, right. One of the few instances where I've used a fake name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I made up that name. Yeah. It's funny, though. My, my prophet, at one point, she said, and you're very high maintenance, right? Mm. And I respond, I I guess. She (laughs) said, well, a lot of other people depend on you, right? 
Uh, that's a totally different thing. <laughs> so, oh, that's what you mean by high maintenance. Okay, well then, yes, I'm I'm high maintenance. I maintain others. I am high maintenance. <laughs> I thought that was adorable. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. Also, I promised in the show that I would follow up on Jesus's other last words. Oh, yes. It's kind of a funny thing in the Bible that uh, multiple times in different books, they say, you know, Jesus said this and then he gave up the ghost or oh i see so he had a lot of different last words got it got it got it got it multiple times in different gospels but here we go just because everybody will want to know yeah here are jesus's last words as the audience pointed out these are really phrases right jesus's last phrases are father forgive them for they know not not what what they they do do. that's the one that came to mind immediately for me and then of course he says to the man i think on his right the one who wasn't the robber today shalt thou be with me in paradise paradise. yep Mm -hmm. okay and then uh, he also said to i think it was john woman behold thy son Hmm. That was in the book of John. The previous two were from Luke. No wonder I forgot that one. (laughs) Then also in Mark, he said, My God, my God, why Why hast thou thou forsaken me? me? Of course, yeah. Uh, Or or I guess it was something like, Eloi, Eloi, lama Lama sabachthani. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. Also, Man, it's crazy how these things are still just living somewhere in (laughs) our brains. Just waiting to come back up. (laughs) In John, he said, I thirst Oh, right. That was to fulfill some prophecy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love how sometimes the writers would just say, and then this happened to fulfill the prophecy. Oh, right. And you can just see them there with the previous scripture saying, okay. He's got to do this. He did this. Okay, he did this to fulfill the prophecy. Uh, Also, he said in John, it is finished. That's Mm. another one of Jesus's famous final Mm -hmm. phrases. And in Luke 23, he also says, Father, into thy hands I commend my my spirit. spirit. Yeah, gosh, those most of those were up in there, and yet still I just thought of the first one. He had a lot to say. Yeah. So which one was he the was, one that I remembered? He was very high maintenance. Yeah, I guess so. He's maintaining which, everybody. Which means he is up on a cross. <laughs> <laughs> um, which one was the one I remembered? The um, they Father, know forgive they them, for they know not what they do. Right, which book is that from? Luke 23, Luke, 34. Luke, interesting. I would have thought for sure it'd be Matthew, but yeah, okay. Three of those are from Luke 23, so. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Famous last words. Yeah. And famous last words. I'm, I'm not, not ready, ready yet. yet. <laughs> Why is this all still here? <laughs> we don't need it. We're going right into Jars of Clay there. Oh, goodness. Speaking of which. Speaking of Jars of Clay. We've got some live shows coming that's up. That's right. You should know about. You should know about our Pod X show coming up in Nashville. Woo-hoo. That is going to have Stephen Mason of Jars of Clay as our special guest. That is pretty much the coolest thing ever. My heart just did a thing. For, yeah. for anyone who doesn't know, Jars of Clay is a popular Christian band mm-hmm. that broke out into the mainstream. With That's right. Great hits as Flood, Flood. <laughs> and others. <laughs> uh, it is, uh, and we both still genuinely love it. Oh, absolutely. It's a really good band. If there's new Jars of Clay music, I listen to it. So yeah, mm-hmm. you can see Stephen Mason. He'll be there with us on stage. For God knows what reason, he listens to this show. Hi, Stephen Mason. So you can go to podx.com to sign up for that one. That's May 31st to June 2nd in Nashville. You're going to want to be there. You're going to want to be there. And especially if you're interested in podcasting as a business, podcasting as an enterprise. This is an entire conference of people who love podcasts and people who make podcasts. And guess what, friends in our hometown of Los Angeles? What? what? We've got another live show coming. Before that one. It's going to be on May 21st mm-hmm. at the Bootleg Theater. Uh, one of my favorite theaters here in town. And listen, I can't say much. 
but it's going to be very good. Let's just say Carrie has <laughs> an impressively ridiculous idea that you're going to want to be there to witness. Yeah, you are. You really... If you are anywhere near LA, <laughs> you want to be at this show. I think that's right. I think even if... Let's say you're like, should I go? Should I go? I don't know. I live in Denver. It might be <laughs> worth it. Uh, yeah, I really wish I could tell people what I, you're planning. No, it's, no, it's going to be a surprise. You got to come. But uh, tickets just went on sale. So you can find the link at carrypoppy.horse. Mm-hmm. And it's also on Eventbrite. Why not? And also, if you want to catch more of Jennings Brown's work, head over to Gizmodo. He's also T Jennings Brown on Twitter. That's right. Good old Trav. And of course, it's Max Fund Drive. So to support this and all our investigations, go to maximumfund.org forward slash donate. It's your last chance to do it. Do oh it now. Oh my God, please do it. Do I want to put now. up that billboard. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.